Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. I took a week off just to recharge my batteries. There's a lot going on in the world. Sometimes you just don't want to have to think about it all the time to do your podcast. So I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. I appreciate you listening in. And I hope that you're having a great start to your day. Uh, Once again, like I said, this is Strange Talk with Doc. You can find me on any of your search engines, Instagram. I got a Facebook page. If you have a suggestion, a comment, anything that you would like to say, maybe you want me to come on your show or you like to call into my show, the information will be listed there. This is not a show that's going to try to make you ha-ha laugh out loud. If it happens, fantastic. I'm not going to try to open your third eye. I'm not here to kick no kind of knowledge. I'm just going to be talking on a bunch of subjects, sports, entertainment, politics, coronavirus, things of that nature. So let's get to it. Sometimes we have callers call in. Sometimes we don't. I can rock and roll this bad boy on my own. I've done it many times. So tonight, we got daylight saving times, people. We spring those clocks forward. So I guess we lose an hour of sleep because 2 o'clock becomes 3 o'clock, but it really won't make much of a difference to me. I think that uh, daylight savings time is pretty much ridiculous. Okay, we already got a caller. Who is this? Is this Ned? Yeah, it's Ned Boy. Hey, Ned, how are you, brother? Everything's good. How are you? Good, good. So we're springing forward tonight. Two becomes three. You lose that hour of sleep. Yeah, frankly, I can't, I hate coming home from work in the dark. Oh, that's right. That 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 is the one thing that's good. Yeah. Uh, and it actually, for me, it, it's kind of fine. I watch these kids here get on these school buses in pitch back, black outside. And I really feel bad for young ladies that have to stand on and wait for a school bus when it's pitch black outside. I think we should just regulate the, the daylight savings, call it one thing, because everybody doesn't respect daylight savings to begin with. All states yeah, don't do I agree. it. I agree. I'm like, nothing worse when you feel like you're going to work, and then you're coming home, and it's pitch black. I'm like, damn, I done wasted a whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know what it does? It does something psychologically to you. You know, it's a psychological beatdown. So we're going to be all over this place. But I want to—I did want to talk about something. We briefly talked about Royster Five Nine's album a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I found that I found the album to be all right. You know, I understand a lot of people are caught up in this is grown Royce versus younger Royce, a more woke Royce. But he made me think about a lot of things on this album. And two things, in, three things in particular he made me think of. On this yeah. record, black, black people in America. Mm-hmm. One, he brought up the myth 
that a lot of black people love to perpetuate, which is the Back to Africa movement. And two, the song also touched on being an anti-vaxxer, the conspiracy that the government is poisoning us, that we're so genetically different from Asians, Hispanics, and Caucasians that there are certain things that they could just give only to us and nobody else is affected by them. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing that this is what I really wanted to get on this back to Africa thing. I love that black people are so proud to think that they all come from kings and queens. There's never been a land in the history of this world that was made up of only kings and queens. Kings and queens need gestures. They need servants. They need maids, butlers, cooks, and chefs. Everybody does not come from a king and queen. I, I wish we would stop telling each other that. I mean, it's only common sense. But you know what? This is what if you speak to a black person that's really far out there with this pro Africa movement type thing. First of all, I hate to tell it to you, black man, black woman. If you're from America, this is the only fucking place you know. I mean, you visited other places. You went on vacation for a week or two. You seen Paris, France, Greece, you know, Dominican Republic. You got a taste of their life. Could you handle living that lifestyle 24-7, 365? Probably not. You know, we have freedoms here. Have you don't have the baby to yeah, thank you. We, you know what? Forget making it through apartheid. We bitch about the slightest thing here in America. The slightest thing bothers us. I mean, damn, if the coffee ain't hot enough at McDonald's, you throw it at somebody. <laughs> you know? I mean, but at, for those who really want to go back to Africa, save up your change. Get your paperwork together. You probably even even have a fucking passport. Talking shit. You going back to Africa? You can't even go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this week I went over and got my real ID. It only so took how about was the two line? hours. How was the wait in down there? Uh, it wasn't horrible. Now, what was I tried to do originally was go online and set up an appointment. Yeah, right? that's like a mess. That was horrible. They told me end of September. I told yep. them no, no. First of all, my ID didn't run out for four more years. I got jerked by New York. I gave New York like 80-something fucking dollars for this eight-year uh, driver's license. So they said, okay, we're not renewing you again. So I knew I was never going to get another New York driver's license. <laughs> I'm done with that. So I said, the hell with it. I go down. My wife said she wanted her real ID. I said, let's go. I mean, it wasn't bad. We got there like five after eight. We was out of there at about eight, ten. It's oh, like a man, 20 mile great. I know people that's been here in DMV for six, seven hours. No, 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 no. And then it's like a 20-mile 20, 20 drive each way because it's across town. So the, the the biggest problem of the whole thing was just the cross town drive. But other than that, it was nothing. Bing, bang, boom. I gave homeboy $40 for eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know they had eight year licenses. 
I thought that was standard. You, yeah, eight years. See, when you hit a certain age, they won't allow you to renew past eight years. Oh, okay. Now, Arizona, believe it or not, Arizona, as long as you take a picture like every five years, you never you never have to renew your license, period. You could just be blind they, and deaf and dumb. Oh, and you know what's crazy? The uh, real ID down here, I wasn't allowed to wear my glasses in the photo. Oh, wow. They don't care. They don't want the glare or they say that you can use the glasses to hide your identity. So you clock so nobody, nobody down here can wear glasses in their ID photos anymore. At all. Oh, man. We are done with that. Did you watch any of that Kobe Bryant celebration of life? I know we're going back a couple of weeks here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I watched it. Uh... Um, I'm I'm kind of glad that uh, the Kobe story is is laid to rest because I mean, man, you can't. How much can you take of the of the sadness? You know, that's true. You know what? California, all the celebrities that's well loved, and especially you black guys who are fairly young, stay alive, man. We don't need the third one. I sat through the Nipsey. I sat through the Kobe. I thought it was fine. I don't I, I I don't want to see another one no time soon. You know. Agreed. I'm glad it totally gave the gave the family a little bit of time. Was able to get up there and, and, and utilize both of them like that. Yeah, you know what? I appreciated that some people had some levity. Everything doesn't have to be so serious. You know what? People made you laugh in life. You know, you could still remember them in, in fun moments, in depth. You don't always have to remember sadness. So that's a good thing, you know. I did appreciate that. Now, we got a big moment coming up this weekend, and I just want to ask you a question. Friday 13th is coming. When you think about things in life, Ned, what makes you scared, or what are you afraid of? Mm, nothing. The only thing I'm afraid of is, I feel like my dad died at 39, so I feel like I don't want to pass away early and leave my daughter to struggle. Okay, I can dig that, and I'm going to tell you now, as somebody who really likes you, you got no control. Leave that shit alone, man. Uh, My mother died at 33. Do you know the first 34 years of my life, I knew I'd be dead at 35? Knew it. And that shit haunted me all the time. I breeze past 35, so I'm still here. And we don't control that. Now, me personally, I have one fear. And I do everything that I possibly can to make sure that this fear does not come true. I just make sure that my wife is set that if I go, she's fine. That's my responsibility as a man. And I do I do the right things. I save. I have insurance. I don't sweat uh, death. So she should be in good hands when I go. Shit, who says I don't live longer than her? But I'm just saying. But uh, people get so caught up on like Friday the 13th and black cats and superstition and the coronavirus is coming to get me. 
Exactly. And we got another one coming up this week. And I'm just going to let anybody who can hear me know it's not that special. It's a it's a Friday like any other Friday. It just well, happens to fall on the 13th. Person. I am kind of hoping that uh, one person on at the job gets coronavirus so we could just get it over with. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So this, well, this, this is bound to come. When you're in a law firm with more than a thousand employees, it's bound to happen. So you might as well just get it over with now. Yeah. Uh, have y'all set up a contingency plan where everybody can work remotely? Or yeah, most blah, blah, mostly blah. everybody can work remotely, except for maybe like document support in the records clerks. But every everybody else is good. They sent home. They told everybody to take home their laptops just in case. Yeah, well, see, I would figure that right now, depending on what kind of law you're in, a lot of stuff could be done electronically and at least emailed. I was lucky enough when I got sick and I was at my job, I I worked remotely. I had a high clearance at the job. I'm bonded. So, I mean, I've been bonded since I was like 18 or 19 years old. And so what they would do was send me all the documents via a, a closed server. And I, other than my physical signature on them, I could still process every piece of legal documents, even sending them to the United States Patent Office, because that's yeah, just all is, electronic now. Yep. This is what I was trying to explain to some of these idiots in my department, man. I mean, I don't know if some people just never had technology before. So the firm sent out an email saying, hey, all staff, all essential staff should take home their laptops every day. One of the guys like, oh, we're not essential staff. So I'm like, dude, IT called and gave everyone access to work from home. Yeah, but our job has to do with files. I'm like, dude, IT gave you everyone uh, access to work from home. That means if you don't, if you're at home, you can't pull an active file. Then you have to do the research when when someone calls in. You can do work from home. I'm like, yo, some of these people are just. And one lady's like, well, I don't have a laptop. One guy's like, I don't have a cell phone. And I'm like, well, then you or don't, you two can't work at home then. Y'all, y'all can't do nothing. Yeah, I mean, damn, okay, everybody has a – who the hell doesn't have a, a cell phone in this day and age? But me personally, I worked – let me see. When I left that job, uh, I got sick in uh, October. I never came back. Okay. Like 14 months. 14 months I spent working remotely until I couldn't take it no more. And I actually was like, listen, y'all can cut me off because I don't want to do this from home. I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning sending emails to people. It was like, man, you work crazy hours. I was like, you know what? When something comes to my head, that's when I do it. So yeah, I don't have it. a – I don't – I'm I'm remote. I'm home. There is no clock yeah. for me. We got a lady in our – the, the head of our department, she likes for you to work your standard hours, and she feel like if you say say like you get up at four a.m. and work till two p.m. That's fine, but she's like, oh, now I got to pay you overtime from four a.m. to nine because you shouldn't have been working at at that time. Oh well, see, she's really, you know what? Somebody needs to have a group meeting and figure that one out because for me. I was off the books, so I couldn't get overtime to begin with. So that wasn't an issue. And I I wasn't on the clock anymore. This was me actually doing them a favor because I'm home. 
Yep. I could have refused to work remotely. I just didn't want to leave the the staff that I had who was ill prepared for me not to be there. They wasn't yep. ready for me not to be there. They didn't know. They didn't know a damn office action from a um a murder fucking warrant. So yeah, this they, they would have been totally now. lost. That's how I feel now. I'm mm-hmm. like, they rely on me so much. I have a, somebody came up and, like, normally I listen to job offers, but this one I was like, you know what, I'm going to give them some time because I actually like the firm but hate the department. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to give them some time. I'm not going to entertain any job offers right now. Yeah, and you know what? It depends on who you work for, Annette. You can, you don't want to let them know, let them know, but you can kind of push in that direction. When you're hot, you're hot, man. Yeah. And you got to let people know that you're hot because sometimes there are people that you work for that should be working for you. And there's that's a, no two ways that's about That's the way it works. That's the way I feel right now. Like, the, the but you got to make that happen. He doesn't, like, he, rely, he doesn't know a lot of the, the, the electronic version stuff. He comes from, like, the warehouse, so... He doesn't know, like, a lot of the electronic. He doesn't know the system. So he relies on me. But, like, when there's meetings, they send it to me, and then I'm like, hey, do you know about this meeting? He's like, no. I was like, well, then you could join because it doesn't make sense for you not to be there. Hmm. Yeah, like, I, I got offered a job as soon as I came here. And I actually took the job. I had a parking spot, everything. What they wanted me to do was take a total paper office Yep. And make it a total electronic office. Wow. And That's up cool. to the last minute, I took the job off. As a matter of fact, I just shredded the papers. And I said, okay, I'll take it. But they couldn't meet my salary because they don't yeah. pay like here. They don't pay like yeah, Nobody pay pays New like York. New York, boy. Yeah. And then when I thought about it, I said, it's cheaper for me to stay home. Could you believe that? I said, <laughs> gas, lunch, clothes. I'm better off not working. Especially since I don't have to. So I had to turn the job down at the last minute. And I'd never done that before. Like four days before I was supposed to start, I sat down with my wife and said, babe, this is not working for me. This is not going to work. Especially since this is going to be, could you imagine? Well, you know, if you have ever done it, you know, taking a law office that's all paper and making everything electronic. I mean, you could scan for a fucking year and a half. And you might not even be through one cabinet. Yep. <laughs> and that doesn't include the work that you got to do. You know, so I was like, you know what? No, thank you. Thank you, but no, thank you. And I've never, I never submitted another resume anywhere. And this was 2013. I was like, you know what? I'm officially a retired man. That's that. I don't have to do it. I'm not doing it. I work for me now. You know, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, people? You can do it early. People fool themselves, man. There's one major thing that you have to do, and it goes back to that afraid thing. And I'm sure you do it because we talked about it. Man, you've got to bank. I don't give a damn. For every for every dollar you spend, make sure a dime of that shit gets squirreled away. Enjoy life, vacation, dress nice. Have fun, go out. But you know who stressed that? And she was batshit crazy. Uh, 
uh, what was that lady name? Ivory. She used to stress that all the time when I was at work. Save, man. You know, I learned savings from the brokest person I've ever met, but the motherfucking lady had tons of money. This is a woman who worked minimum wage her entire life. She was in her 60s, and she told me this rule. I was like, what is this rule? She said, this is my rule. Three months on hand cash, no credit, to pay every fucking bill you got. That's the minimum. Your goal is to have a year savings for credit cards, car notes, food, rent, or mortgage, and whatever bills you have. And now this was a lady, like I said, who worked minimum wage. She must have had like $250,000 cash saved because she squirreled away since she was a girl. She was like, you know what? If I don't need it, I don't get it. I eat every day. You know what? I, if I need, if something breaks, I can, I can pay for it without credit. I was like, you know what? I'll take her rule. And so yep. what I did, it was I identified her rule a little for me. I don't spend on anything unless I have 10 times the money in the bank for it. Other than car and home, those two things you, you can't, uh, you know, most people are not going to have $230,000, $400,000 in the bank just because they want to buy a $45,000 car. So I understand. But if you buy an $800 fucking belt and you don't have $8,000 in the bank, you're an idiot. I don't give a fuck who listening to me. If you got an $800 bank belt and you don't have a $8,000 cash in the bank, you're a fool. What do you mean the fifteen hundred? People take their last check to buy a fucking belt. That 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 the price of the entire check. Yeah, I, I lost a good friend once. When I, well, I guess it wasn't a good friend. We were good buddies. Worked down in Wall Street area together, and I got a brand new credit card. This is way back in the day. So if you got a credit card that has fifteen grand on, that was a lot of money. So I get this card, you know, and me being an idiot, I tell him I'll get this card fifteen. He goes. Listen, man, I've done you favors before. I've seen this leather jacket. It's $700. Uh, charge it for me, and I'll pay you back in increments. So I told him directly, go fuck yourself. Oh, so you would, have to, eat the, you would have to eat the interest charges, too. Yeah, and he wants to pay me back in increments, which means <laughs> my going to try to $20 me to death, right? Yeah, you were his layaway plan. Yeah, and I said no. And he was like, well, you can afford it? I was like, listen here, why can't you afford it? If you want to spend $700 on a jacket, you should at least have $7,000 in the bank. And he looked at me like I was from Mars. I was like, <laughs> well, dude, you overspend it. See, that's my rule for overspending. What the fuck you need a, a $1,800 watch? And you got what thirty six bucks in a savings account? So who are you trying to impress? Yep, people. I'm, that's what people do. They check me five hundred dollars, but they got a, a, a three thousand dollar belt or, uh, or or a luggage set that costs like three thousand dollars. 
I'm like, dude, yeah, really? You I'm buy a three thousand dollar luggage set to take domestic flights? <laughs> and, and think about this, Net. You want to piss your family off? Die, and they throw away all your thousands of dollars worth of clothes, and then they got this fucking two hundred and fifty dollar bank account to split between three people. No, no, then they got to go fund me the funeral. Yeah, and we've been through that. You you ain't paying no insurance. You ain't paying the fucking insurance. All the insurance you got is that that, that policy from the job. And, you know, it's got to be better than that. People got to do better. Actually, people got to do better. Now, I tried my best, man, to go through some wrestling this week. And I'm going to tell you now, man. WWE is still the gold star. It's still the gold star. It pisses me off, but it's still the gold star. I watched... Uh, uh, I think AEW matches are better. Well, you know what? Me and you have always been two different kind of wrestling fans. You still appreciate the matches. I almost don't give a rat's ass about the match. I like all the all the drama that's around wrestling. And I didn't want to see old ass Jake the Snake Roberts who seemed okay, he was it was nice to see him look healthy. I don't know who the fuck cut his hair. They need to be fired. Uh but I didn't care what Jake had to say. Oh, wait then you must be missing you must be there watch SmackDown last night because they I guess they said, Oh, y'all can get Jake the Snake Roberts, we're gonna up y'all one we up y'all two and bring back old ass NWO who Razor Ron looks like he can't even walk. You gotta be joking me. So that's what they did. <laughs> they started God. off last night's uh, SmackDown with NWO. Oh, hey yo, <laughs> you gotta be joking me. Okay, so AEW. First of all, this MJW or whatever the hell is, kids. I don't get him. I don't like him. He just comes off as a douche to me. I don't like him. Yeah, I think that's I think that's his whole point of the character. Then he's doing good. He's doing good because he's the douchey frat boy. Uh Cody Cody just something's off with Cody. I mean I I like to see that they still getting those big crowds. Yeah. I appreciate that. I tried to watch Impact Wrestling. Impact is ridiculous. They actually had the Disco Inferno wrestling. Oh, wow. The Disco Inferno from WCW back in 1989. Well, you see the heavyweight champ is a woman. Which is ridiculous. A hundred and, <laughs> what, 25-pound chick is the is the world champ. So I don't think Impact is, and it's boring sounding. It's yeah, bad lighting. they lost the cable deal or whatever channel they're on now. I mean, whatever they channel some, they was on before. Yeah, they're on some shit called, like, Access TV. Yeah, I, don't I mean, it's a cable it. channel, but it's bad. Yeah, it's and then like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is, like, true indie fan wrestling. And I, I, don't, I don't know about you, Ned. And, and, and I'm no homo, people. But I like my male wrestlers a little bigger than 142 pounds soaking wet. It's oh, just that's too many the of AEW them. wrestlers are so small. And NXT. Was, yeah, 
Yeah, when I went down to um, Royal Rumble, we bumped into um, Sammy Gravano, which is in Jericho's crew at AEW, and I looked like the professional wrestler. This dude was like, yeah, I... he was like the size of a Hennessy bottle. <laughs> and you want to know something else that was really freaky? I was watching Impact Wrestling. You can't be a good wrestling organization and show almost a complete match from 2003. It's <laughs> why? I mean, they do a, a match from 2003 in the middle of their program that wasn't even a title match. It was just a 160-pound guy wrestling a 140-pound guy from 2003. And see, that's another thing with uh, AEW that I thought they blew. That first match did not start this week until 28 minutes into the show. 28 I, minutes before I, I the first I, I've been match. I've missing the show. I tried to watch the pay-per-view, which was really good, but I didn't see the uh, weekly episode. Well, you know what? AEW has a lot of WCW, and I think that Cody's idea is that if we bleed, we'll win. Yeah. Be- because blood is allowed over there. I think they need to grab. I think the good thing with WWE is they're grabbing football players that's no longer football players, people that don't want to be in, in mixed martial arts, and they sending them down to Florida, training them, let them go to NXT, figure out their character, then they bring them up and they ruin them in the main roster. Yeah, well that's what they do. Like they they're gonna ruin uh, Shayna Baszler in a second, yeah. and that's what they do. I mean they have a big thing. Uh, they they made these two ass clowns the champs. I haven't seen that yet, but yeah, I just uh, don't like the. Profits. If you look at the WrestleMania lineup right now, it looks like they could just call it part timers versus our full timers. Every match is a part time match so far. And and I don't know why they think that people are really paying for the Goldbergs and Undertakers. You know what? Those ships, sometimes a ship has sailed. And exactly. Those ships have sailed. doesn't even do his finishing move to Bray Wyatt. And I'm like, okay, three months ago you had Bray Wyatt get hit with a thousand chairs, a sledgehammer, and still win the match. But you mean to tell me he goes down off of one jackhammer? That's, uh, yeah, now he's spearing you almost at your knees because that's as high as he can go. So he can't, I think they just ruin credibility like that. But you know what? I think that nobody really, really even cares. You know, uh, the the caring part is re- is ridiculous, man. Uh, now I don't know if you heard of this guy. This this Billy Chesamere, he's a forty seven year old dude. He supposedly killed a thousand people in Texas. He's one of those deaf nurses. Some oh, black no, guy. Africa, how the fuck do you kill a thousand old people and nobody figure out something's going on? He's like Dr. Kevorkian? No, he's one of those angels of death nurses. Oh, oh okay. So, so it's like he, he helped people die that's critically ill or something. Yeah, but against their will. They don't want to die. Want oh, to against their will. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, he's, I said murder. This is a murderer. Okay. No, I mean, they was, charged, remember when they was doing it, when Kevorkian was doing it, they basically called it murder, but he was helping people that wanted to die. Well, see, I, underst- I understood Kevorkian. 
I think that we should have some lenient way in this country or this world. Euthanasia. I mean, sometimes life is too much. You don't want to commit suicide. You're really fucking ill. And if you could just go to bed off a pill, you know what? Sometimes, you know what? A lot of people who are so scared of uh, death, they can't wrap their head around the concept of dying. But everything that lives on this planet, to a degree, dies. I mean, it's just what we do. Unfortunately, that precious little baby, from the second that it gets his ass slapped and cries, it's already dying. That's what we live to do. We live to die. Then we become whatever you want to believe we become. You know? So, uh, Lee Marvel, he might be up for early parole in 2024. That's one of the D.C. shooters. Oh, but I thought his Virginia sentence, he still had to serve his Virginia sentence. Yeah, but that's all he's going to do is serve the Virginia sentence, but he'd be up for parole. Well, then maybe he'll have to go to D.C. and then do their term. Yeah, because one of them, I know one of them changed their laws, but the other state, he still has life in. Okay, here's the thing. If he doesn't, if it's a state that he doesn't have natural life, because don't forget, most of these states now are under this juvenile offender thing where you yeah. can't get life without parole. You have to at least have the opportunity. Nobody said that this kid is ever going to see the light of day. Oh, yeah. He just, happens, he just happens to be the face of it right now because, and I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the middle of this. If you're 17 years old and you do some dastardly shit, should we let you out of prison at 37, but we let grown-ups come home? See, that's the thing. That's where it's so screwed up in our judicial system. A 25-year-old man could commit murder and be home by 42. Yep. So why can't an 18-year-old? It uh, It's all broken. So, But it's broken so the to, to get that up. The prison to be able to correct your issues, but I guess... That was just a business, so. Well, it's a business, and when's the last time you really heard prison and rehabilitation in the same sentence? They, they're no. like, uh, they don't, don't, they don't even fit each other. Yeah, and then when they start cutting things, the first thing they cut is the things that can help you on the outside. Yeah, education, rehab. And they give you, they give you a bus pass home, and be like, okay, see you later. How are you supposed to get a job or something? Shit, they don't care if you have a home. You come home and you get a job making, let's say, $8 an hour. You can't even live for for that. So it's like you you expect that they're going to go back. Yeah, the recidivism rate is ridiculous. It's You know what? That revolving door, be lucky. Consider yourself blessed that you are who you are. Because I consider myself blessed that I am who I am. I know guys that are still my age, still going back through those gates. Yeah, me too. They can't seem to stop. And they haven't been able to seem to stop since they were 19, 20 years old. I I never was ashamed that my hustle was a legal hustle. My hustle, you know, people think that the only thing hustling is the dude that's out in the street doing shit. You know what? When you get up in the morning with your fucking shine shoes and your shirt 
and pan, and you get on a train and you go to an office, you hustling too, my friend. That's a hustle. A job is a fucking hustle. It just doesn't fit the street bullshit hustle. But that's a hustle, especially when you're a black person in a white world. Yeah, how long can you street hustle for? What's your 401k plan looking like? <laughs> yeah, because they don't even usually teach each other about savings. Yeah, what's you're your social security? Can you get social security? Yeah, the you lowest they can in. give you. Yeah, what's your tax bracket? Yeah, you pass away. What do your kids get? They don't. They, they get what a hundred dollars a month. Like, yeah, that's a thousand dollars a year. It's not funny, but I'm laughing. And here's the thing: what about all the life lessons you're gonna learn when you're networking at offices and you're picking up a little bit of knowledge here, a little bit of yeah. knowledge there? Like you said, you picked up something from Ivory fucking 17 years ago, huh? Telling, save, 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 you know? You know, the dude on the corner is going to tell you, spin, spin, spin. Yep. You live in that mm-hmm. home with mother, your mother, but got a 50, $50,000, $70,000 car. Meanwhile, my car is like 24000 Yeah, I always loved, I used to always love the Lexus park in front of the projects. Yeah. That, 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 that shit kills me. You still living you still living in the same bedroom that you grew up in and you forty. My homeboy Lexus parked outside. Lived at home with Mother Mommy. He had a two door BMW drop top. And I'm like, Really? I wouldn't even want to park this by the project. Yeah, it don't belong. It don't belong here. Man, I priorities are just messed up. Yeah, but you know what? Uh the I like, I'm going to give Royce credit. Royce says he wants to start being one of the voices for that kind of reason. Change. Give young black people something different to think about. Instead of just putting out album after album, CD after CD of street shit. I want to make you think about squirreling away money to take care of your children. Yeah, think about it. Hip hop is like one of the only genres. I think we discussed this before. The artist isn't allowed to grow. They got to keep putting out their same. Their fans want you to keep constantly putting out the same type of music you was putting out at nineteen. Yeah, you evolve, and and you know what? He said he's bucking that system. He said he's not. I'm I'm grown ass Roy. You know what? I like the fact. I was telling my wife this yesterday. It didn't mean shit to her. I said, I like that Royce every once in a while refers to himself as Ryan and that's Marshall. Because we're Ryan and Marshall at the end of the day, people. Y'all get Royce and Eminem, but we're Ryan and Marshall. And that's the grown man part of me. I ain't got to always be this dude. Yep. You know, you you can't. I've been waiting for Jay-Z to grow up and it still hasn't happened. Because he still has to refer back to that corner and Marcy. And it wasn't like everybody. I'm, I'm from Bed-Stuy. I'm not very far from Marcy Projects. I went to Marcy Projects a lot. It's not like everybody was talking about him before he became Jay-Z. Oh, I, man, think, well, I think 444 was his grown-up album. Yeah. Uh, but he talked about like investing and, and gentrification. How he wish he would have bought property in Brooklyn at that early age. Down millions of dollars that used to cost like 
20,000. And you know what? I'll, I'll go back and give that a listen. Just if I owe him an apology, I will, because, but I'm sure that same album, he'll talk about being on the corner slinging that stuff because he can't get past that for some reason. Like you said, it's like his fans demand it. Yeah. You know, they demand it. You ain't got to always be Gucci down to your socks. You could, Eventually, you're going to grow up. And if you are Gucci down to your socks, you could be that. And you ain't even got to talk about it. We see you. Yeah, your hardcore you know? fans go buy it regardless. So uh, you might not, mm-hmm. not might not sell 5 million copies, but hey, at that age, you might, not, you might only need to sell 100,000 copies. Yeah, I, uh, man, this was a bad week for television. I got to catch up on Lincoln, Lincoln Rhymes. I got two episodes. I had to bail on Tommy. Tommy, I couldn't make it through the first episode. Oh, I man, it was it's a piece tough. Of shit. I know, I was just saying the same thing. It's tough. I don't know. I think it's her voice. It, it, she doesn't seem like a cop, and then the relationship with her daughter is like a... I'm like, this is a grown-ass woman. Like, this is annoying. If, you know what they did? They threw a lot of stuff at you in that first episode to try to, like, dazzle you, and yeah. I didn't get it. As a matter of fact, I gave up on a bunch of shows this week. I gave up on Tommy. I gave up on the documentary about the McMillions uh, scandal. I don't care no more. I gave up on Highly Questionable, High Noon, No More Better Call Sal. The Walking Dead is on thin fucking ice. And you know what else is on thin ice with me? For life. Thin ice. I Oh, I missed this episode of For Life, but... There was no for life this week. There was no this is us this week. All right. I, the reason I'm on the fence for life is because I like the concept. I respect the man and what he did, the real person. But I hate his character. You could tell, first of all, that that dude that's playing him is not American. His voice ain't right. Yeah. So he's learning to be an English, uh, an American. And two, he doesn't use any finesse. I like to see my my law shows where the person uses finesse in the courtroom. He's like a gorilla in the courtroom, and it don't make sense. I'm like, fuck you. I don't care if you lose, if you win. He kind of reminded me of Saeed. He's always trying to represent some white guy. Get the fuck out of here. So I'm giving him one more chance next week, and if it doesn't happen, I'm out. Matter of fact, I did something this week that was crazy. I started rewatching Oz. Oh, wow. I'm already up to season four. And you want to know something? This is like my sixth time watching Oz, and the shit is still fresh today every fucking time I watch it. My wife <laughs> you even watch, enjoyed it. Can you watch a show, a documentary that has to deal with child abuse? Yes, I can. But that is this the one about the kid in uh, Jersey? Uh, California. Oh, is this the one about the boy who the system? What's what's the name of it? The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Okay, you know what? I've been avoiding that like the plague. But if All you right. if you recommend it, I'll give it a look. I mean, I, sometimes I take a gut punch. It's a tough I watch, a but it, it shows the failure of uh of the Department of Home. We call ACS here. I don't forgot what California calls it, but man, they system was fucked up. If you watch that documentary, they system was between the police and their system. It was. I was like, I don't know how 
county could survive after that. Now, here's one I got for you. Uh, this is not an easy watch either, but this one is very enlightening. I learned a lot. Hunters, Amazon. Oh, Prime. yeah, that's on my Hunters. list. Yeah. That's on uh, my list. Pacino's in it, right? Pacino tore up. But you want to know what this this is? This series is so good and got so much information that you're going to spend. I guarantee anybody who watches the show Hunters is going to spend 10% of the time watching and also 10% of the time being on their tablet or cell phone to Wikipedia the shit that's going on in front of you. Because you're going to be sitting there going, this can't be true. This can't be true. This can't be true. And you want to know something? 90% of the shit is true. And you'd be sitting there going, we really let this shit happen? Like, is I found it, out something based yesterday. on a true, true event? Well, mate, let's, let's take the hunters out of it. Oh, but okay. the people that they, the concept okay. of the shit that they talk about in hunters is based on reality. And, and this Operation Paperclip. Like, I found out something yesterday that I never knew before. Puma was started by a Nazi. His oh, yeah, brother started Adidas. Now, if you really look at the guy's name, his name is the first three letters of Adidas, A-D, and his last name was Das, D-A-S-S-E-R. So it's, he took his first name and his last name, but both of these guys were prominent members. Not It's not like they're the only company. Think about BMW was Nazi party. Hugo Boss was Nazi party, but it just made me think about who else are we doing business or wearing clothing from who are actually still linked. They never had to, uh, they didn't go to jail. They didn't have to denounce the Nazi party or anything like that, but that's just the way it goes, man. And we was talking about this not too long ago. They came out with a report that said 19 times a day, uh, our cell phones are listening to us. So all four of the major uh, cell phone companies, uh, AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile were fined $200 million each. But they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, that's a drop in the bucket from all the information that they receive. Yeah, and they sold it. Here's the thing. They sold, they said that even though we turn off our GPS, because I know I do, they still sell your location data, even though they're not supposed to do it legally. They're not supposed to do this, and they still do it. They're like, okay, we'll pay the $200 million. And that's all people like, oh, your device is, uh, I don't want to get this device because it's always on. I'm like, dude, as long as you got a cell phone, you're, you're, you're not off the grid. That shit is listening to you. Yeah, yeah, and not just that. We find out that they also ping in your location. Yeah. They, yeah they, and now they that everything, if you have a Google location. account, a Gmail, and you logged in to your Gmail, and anything you do on, like, Google is saved in your Gmail, and a lot of these ads now is popping up at other places. And I'm like, this is annoying. So now i got to sign out my Gmail just to search <laughs> the Internet sometimes because I don't want the ads to pop up. Listen, I get ads every... Matter of fact, I, I'm a little pissed that talks you because I'm not making money off of it. 
when I do my talk show or you go back to listen to an episode of talk show, I got like 15 ads running on my page. I'm not getting dime one from them. <laughs> I'm, I got to figure out how the hell can I profit off of that? Talk show, if you're listening, hook a brother up, man. <laughs> Cut the bullshit, man. Really. So we had another, uh, the Dems took a beat down this week. Almost everybody dropped. Uh, Warren dropped. Budacek yep. dropped. Uh, Bloomberg dropped. That Amy Kalblikor dropped. And this fucking Joe Biden keeps having these crazy ass senior moments, man. He, yeah, he, when he makes called his nervous, wife his sister. Man. Yeah. Called his wife his sister. His sister's wife. I mean, I, you know what? And then he tells these long, drawn-out stories about these black men that he's had these incredible encounters with over the years. I, I had this conversation this with thing. an Asian lady the other day because we was just talking about politics. Normally, I won't even talk when she brought up the conversation. And I was like, she was like, yeah, the status quo is these old white men. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to blame my people because... They get this thing where black people just get this thing where you don't need to have anything, a, 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 black, a plan for black people, nothing. But if we like you because you're affiliated with something else, you're going to be lifelong friend of ours, and we're going to vote for you no matter what, even if someone else had better policies. Yeah, and, and you know what? Sometimes we get we get tricked. Black people, it took black people 15 years to figure out that Clinton hated us. Because while he was hating on us, nobody paid attention. It wasn't until this fucking lunatic ran for office. People said, oh shit, that was Clinton? We thought it was Bush. The uninformed thought it was Bush. It was actually Clinton. Even when they asked Biden about writing the, 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 the crime bill, he doesn't even respond to the the question. All you have to do is say, "Okay, at that time I made a mistake," and keep it moving from there. He doesn't even make he doesn't even answer the question. Well, you know what, man? I don't I don't even know how well Joe Biden is to tell you the truth. I really don't know how well he is. He comes off as he he reminds me he's as sick as Harvey Weinstein, who I hope they throw the fucking book at him next week. When I'm just saying he, he hasn't been to Rikers yet. Sentenced. Still sitting in Bellevue well, Hospital. I thought they sent his ass there this morning or last night. Oh, they did? Because the last time he, I checked, he was still at Bellevue. Oh, yeah, because he's talking about his, he needs heart surgery. Yeah. So I thought know, they were just going to hold him until uh, next week when they have the, um, the, the sentencing. Yeah, well, you know what? He gets sentenced on the 11th of March which is like Wednesday or something like that. And uh, be-bye, bye to you, Harvey Weinstein, you piece of shit. You know what? You do the crime, you got to be willing to do the time. Now I, know how I much just don't understand. How do you force you giving oral sex to a lady? Uh, you know what? I don't think it's a physical holer down thing. Part of it is also the power of, bitch, you'll never work again. Uh, I'm holding this job over your head. Uh, right. I was like, how do you forci- forcibly give oral sex to someone that doesn't want it? 
Why bother? <laughs> when you're fucking, when you are Harvey Weinstein, when you are, uh, what the hell is this old lunatic, uh, Bill Cosby? Why don't you just say, you know what? You bitches are a dime a dozen. There are women that want to fuck me. Yeah. I'm not interested in the women who don't want to fuck me. I'm a multi-millionaire. But see, there's a sickness in their head that it has to be a forced situation. They don't want the willing. See, that's the, the crazy part about it. They don't want the willing. They want the unwilling. Yep. Okay, she, she's miserable. That's what makes me happy. That's 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 some kind of psychosis. And I'm not giving him a. I'm not giving him an, any excuse. I'm not giving people like that an excuse. I'm just thinking about it in my head what it must be. I mean, how how much fun would it be to be on top of somebody who's crying? It can't be any fun. Fuck fun is this? I want you to be into it. Now, yeah. I don't want to hear your, com- your complaint if I, you know what, I'm sorry, I got mine, you didn't get yours. Shit happens. You know, that's reality. That's a different thing. But you know, you know, it's just crazy. I to me. Shit about Harvey Weinstein. Whatever happened to him, I hope he gets. Uh, I hope he gets forcibly. I hope someone forces forcibly give him oral sex. Well, that oh, would no, be no, some piece of Forcibly make him to give them oral sex. That's how it works. Well, if a dude could pop a boner for Weinstein, he he should be put to death. <laughs> Cause that dude is an that's just an animal. <laughs> you see Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. Wow. Hey Harvey, here it is. I'm ready for you. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> God damn, man, that that's some kind of uh torture. Yeah, you got yeah. to be the horniest motherfucker alive to bunk. To pop wood for Harvey Weinstein. You know what? Stick his ass in the cell by himself and make him think about for the rest well, of his life. Well, that's how you know money could buy you because his wife was young and, and so that's how you know money could buy you a relationship. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no doubt about that, man. Money money moves mountains, man. They, shit. They say prayer moves mountains. Money moves mountains to tell you the, the God's honest truth. Now, I got to ask you, what is your feelings on this flavor flav public enemy situation. Oh, and I'm kicking him out of the group? Yeah. I don't know because Chuck B never really explained it. Flav making it seem like it was just because of the Bernie Sanders thing, but I can't see it just being that. Yeah, I, I think I think that me personally, I think that public enemy uh prides himself on being aware, awoke, a part of the uh, political uh, going-ons. And Flav is anti all of that shit. And not just that, they said, it's from the e- from the way that he worded some of the stuff, he's tired of the drug abuse, even though Flav said he's been clean 10 years. And I'm hoping that Flav is telling the truth. And yeah. I don't put the... I don't put addiction on anybody. I'm hoping that Flav has been clean and remains clean. And it's not like Flav was like 
the a rapper in the group. Like I felt I don't... more of a like when Soy Pepper got rid of Spinderella. I felt like that was bigger than Public Enemy getting rid of Flavor Flav. Yeah, I you know what I think that Public Enemy could still tour the world without somebody just screaming nine one one is a joke in the background. I think they yeah. can I think they can use a uh mix in the back saying that. Yeah. Because as far as I know, I could be dead wrong and I hope somebody corrects me. I do not remember a flavor flav rap song. Like even yeah, a neither. solo I just thought he was a full time hype man. Yeah, a matter of fact, nobody has ever had a hype job Longer him and uh that guy that used to be with uh Ed McMahon. Ed oh, McMahon yeah. was <laughs> those are like the two longest hype men who ever lived because that's not a, usually a job that lasts forever. Yeah, it sounds like Conan's hype man is gonna be last a while too. Oh yeah, but he's had his own shows. Oh he did? <laughs> yeah, the fat guy? Yeah. Yeah, the fat guy had his own show for one for a little while. Oh, okay, didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good job. It pays well, you and you don't have to take all the pressure. Shit, Chuck D's the one that's got to come up with new shit and inventive ways to sound different in front of crowds. Yeah, that's how I feel about, you know the comedian Donnell Rawlings? He used to be Ashy Larry? Yeah. I feel like that, he he's hilarious. I've never seen this guy in concert where he didn't outperform everyone else. But he can never get to the next level. It's like he has to be the sidekick. Well, some people is like that, man. Uh, but you know what? It's, if, if he's in a position where it still pays, it's not a bad thing, man. It's steady work. Yeah, that's true. I just hate Sometimes, that they try to make it seem like it has to only be like one superstar black comedian at a time. Yeah, well, he liked that in a lot of things. Look at pro wrestling. One black guy oh. rises too much. The other ones become sidekicks or, or Man, that shit pisses me off so door. much, man. If you go back and you watch January's Royal Rumble and the men's Royal Rumble, and I was like, God damn, it looked like Vince fed Brock Lesnar every black wrestler in the locker room until he had no more. Then he started the Royal Rumble match. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be like that, man. Uh we, we we live in a funny we live in a funny, strange time. I don't even I think I'm too old to have fifty years to look back and and focus on twenty sixteen to twenty twenty and what it's done to our world and what's acceptable now and what's not acceptable before. I mean it's like things are just crazy. Now we got this fucking coronavirus. Over in Europe, they playing in front of sports events are being played in front of empty crowds. Because, and yeah. I kind of agree with LeBron. LeBron said, if they try that shit here, I ain't fucking playing. And I can understand it. How would basketball look, pro basketball look, with no arena crowd? Yeah. But, come on. We all know. He ain't got no say. Well, that's true. If, if the NBA say, yo, we don't want no fans for two weeks, and the Lakers got games. He gonna sit out. He ain't gonna give the first place to because I'm pretty sure the Clippers ain't gonna sit their people. Yeah, it's just gonna. You know what? That's gonna look insane. 
That's going to look the same for baseball. <laughs> yeah, and, but you know what? Then the other side of, I mean, what do you do with the booze? I mean, damn. Yeah. That, that's, that's just going to be a weird sight. Yeah, that, that's that, going to be a totally weird sight. It's like watching the game on mute. Yeah. Or you, you know just what? hear the no crowd. That, yeah, that'd be weird. You know what it'd be oh, like acting. going to a wrestling event when you can't hear the announcers? Yeah, it's, it's you're your own announcer in your head. Yeah, it changes the dynamics of watching an event. Because I still prefer to watch the, like something live. I mean, I'd rather hear the announcers than the crowd sometimes. Yeah, and another thing we'll hear, we'll hear the sneakers on the court, which we don't oh, really yeah. hear too much. <laughs> That'll be sounding crazy. All did you see the, you probably didn't see the game, but the Houston versus Clippers the other day? No, I did not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, I thought, people thought that that Houston small ball was going to work. The Clippers, I mean, when I say destroy them, I think they was up by like 30 at halftime. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, I was going to talk a little bit of sports in a minute, but I, I do have to. I do want to say one thing, two things before I get to sports and get the hell out of here. Yep. Uh, this fucking Jim Baker, this televangelist, he was already a fraud and he went to jail. I thank the uh, Attorney General of New York for telling him to stop selling this fake coronavirus silver solution cure. Oh, yeah. I think that's People real bullshit. Fucking anything. People will fall for anything. Yeah, you know what? Matter of fact, I think uh, one day this week, I'm going to do a special show. I don't know. I haven't picked the day yet. On just televangelism. I've studied religion thoroughly. Enough to get paperwork. And I, I just want to talk about the bullshit that these people are doing to people's brains and how gullible they are to follow some of the nonsense. This dude is a known huckster, and for $160 or whatever it was, he could sell this shit, and it was selling, man. It was literally selling because he said so, because he's got some phagic, you know, the Lord has spoke to him and gave it not, not to the world, but just to him so that he could hawk it to us. And I want people to, another thing that Roy said, and I think it's very important. Very important. People, and I hate to, 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 I'm not copying Royce the five nine here, okay? Everything he said is not gospel to me, but he made some things on that album that made sense. Good point. Think too. before you name your children. Yep. Don't let their resume be thrown in the fucking garbage before they even get a chance to be interviewed. And you're doing that to them. You're putting them behind the eight ball by giving them these fucked up names, man. Stop it. Yep. It's all right to be Bobby. What point are you proving naming your fucking kid eight ball, two chain, and Snoop Dogg? I mean, what are, what, what are you doing? Mercy. Yep. You can't, you can't do you it. Naming I... these kids after clothing, after rappers. Naming them after rappers' street names, not even their... You're naming them after their career names, not even their legal government name. 
Yeah, I mean, he said this. He said something to this effect in the album. I got a kid who graduated from Harvard, but his name is so fucked up, he can't even get his resume looked at. I mean, how dare you? You send him. Now, you do everything else right. You feed him. You clothe him. You take care of him. They graduate the top of their class in college, but their name Air Force fucking one. Yep. Nobody wants Air Force One working next to them. They're not going to give them a chance. And I even say, look at it. Like, let's say T.R. 50 Cent do a show. It doesn't say T.R. 50 Cent. It's a Clifford Harris and Curtis Jackson. They're not using their rap names. Like, people just, oh, I'm going to name, name my kid after Heineken. And I'm going to put Dream on the end. So his name is Heineken Dream. Yeah. You know what? It's not cute naming it. Sometimes our names actually are who we become. You know, you got a son named Jacob, and Jacob becomes a little liar because Jacob kind of means liar. You know, so you, you, you be careful. You, you don't want your daughter named Champagne. What the fuck do you expect her to do in life? I mean, there's a pole waiting for little Champagne. You know, Alize. Your, yeah, your daughter should not be named Megan the Stallion. Don't name your daughter Megan the Stallion. You know, Queen Latifah is Queen Latifah. That's a character she plays. Her name is Dana Owens in real life. That's what she signs her fucking checks. Yep. So. A lot of your heroes got corny-ass regular names, if you think about it. They're your heroes. You love them, and you're right. You got these people naming them after their personas. You know what? Your son is a big baby. He, he was born 14 pounds. He's 27 inches big. Hulk Hogan is not his fucking name, because Hulk Hogan is Terry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, man, I just wanted to get that off my chest. So we got Dante, we got Wild and Fira three coming in July, man. I think I think that the Wilder shouldn't have took the fight, but the money's on the table. What could you do? Man, dude, you lost. I felt like he lost the first fight, so I'm like, that's you can't beat this guy. Like, go get a, go get a. Uh, you're gonna rely to knock him out. Okay, fine, whatever. Go fight two other people in the meantime. Yeah, the money's still there, right? Yeah. But I don't see too I, many people. The, the numbers, did, the fight didn't draw the amount of buys that they thought. So I, don't, I definitely think the third one's not going to draw. No. Let me ask you a question, That You said it. I agree with you 100%. First fight. Wilder won two rounds. I give him the last round because of the knockdowns. And I give him maybe like the eighth or ninth round. There was another knockdown or something like that. He won two out of 12. This last fight, he lost all fucking seven. Yeah, every round. So, so he's, it's something like 19 to two. Why yeah. would you spend $100 that you work for on this pay-per-view? Yep. Don't make sense. And you know and it's not going to be on like, TV. I mean, everyone should be confident, but he was like, oh, Early on, he was like, I would have knocked Mike Tyson out back in the day. 
I was like, Mike Tyson can actually box. You rely on your right hand, and that was a. Uh, and I think that's what Fury realized, and that's why he was able to whip your ass. Yeah, you don't blame it on your costume. Which is weak. Even you know what? My wife even called him a fraud. She said that she found video of him on YouTube where he works out with like a forty pound um, body armor plate. But she didn't like something, and she was right. She was like, look at those. He has abnormally thin calves, like yeah. almost a birth defect. Yep, skip, skip leg day. Every day of his entire life. Yep. Hey, people, tomorrow, man, we got, we got the, the Lakers are playing the Clippers. And for me, this is a dream matchup because it's 3.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday I don't have to stay up to the Wait, is this the added game the that they owed us, or this is just a regular this, season game? No, I think this is just a regular one. The other okay. one's not going to be the April. Oh, okay, okay. And then you got the Pelicans and Timberwolves. Now, these are both tomorrow's games. OKC is playing the Celtics. So tomorrow is loaded. Yeah. And then the Pacers play the Mavs. I love the Mavs. I love watching the Mavs because – it looks like Pasingas is back and Luca is great. I'm a Luka big fan is, of Luca. Oh man, Luca's a Luca's a Luca's gonna be a problem if he stays healthy. Especially if Pasingas stays healthy. Shit. Yeah, they need. Um, I think they need one more piece, and they could be like in contention. Yeah. Then Monday we got the Bucks, the Nuggets, the Raptors play the Jazz. Tuesday we got the Celtics, Pacers, the Mavs. I'm gonna kick my Spurs ass. I, oh God! Well, the Spurs are fighting for the, a, a, a playoff berth, though. So. Not really. They're, <laughs> they're, 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 you can call it that. I mean, we just got we just got demolished by the Nets last night. I mean, they gave up 139 points to the Nets. Oh, the Spurs gave up 130. That's never happened. 139. Oh, uh, that uh, Dimp Winkle or whatever the hell his name got like a triple double and went crazy on him. Whoever, whoever was the bright idea to bring in Aldridge should be fired. Yes. Uh, you know what? Not just bring him in. Resigned him. Yeah. That was the, the original conflict with uh, Kawhi. They re-signed him to like a max deal at the time. And he wanted, this is my team. Kawhi quietly was saying, no, this is my team. Yeah. I just don't understand. He played him. really well in... Portland, I guess he just don't fit the system. No, he's old, he's lazy, and you know what? Other than two or three guys, big men playing the way he does doesn't exist anymore. He has no three-point shot. Big men now shoot three-pointers. Yeah. What is him, Andre Durham, uh, Drunham? Drummond, yeah. I mean, because if you really think about it, you're in New York, so you still see him, but like uh, Jordan? Those kind of guys are—they're like dinosaurs now. Yep. You know. Yeah, so we got the ja- Wednesday. We got Jazz versus OKC Wednesday. Nuggets, Mavs, Pelicans, and Kings. And the only reason I bring that up is because Zion, other than last night, has been balling out. So as many chances you get to see Zion, watch him. I just don't like people Thursday. pushing the narrative, narrative that he should be rookie of the year. I'm like, he do, he ain't going to even play 35 games. Listen, if John Moran gets screwed out of this, then 
you know what? That's just some Trumpian shit and Trumpian times because that kid, John Moran, has been balling since day one. Yeah, he's solo on Memphis, and he got them, well, right now sitting in the AC in the West. Mm-hmm. In the East, they might be like the fourth seed. Yeah, it, it, I, I would not like to see this robbery happen. And you know what they do? They'll make them fucking co-MVP, co-rookie yeah. of the years, which will be even shittier. Yep. Thursday, we got the Celtics and the Bucks, Greek Freak and Boston. That's that's always a good one. Thursday night, you got the Rockets, Lakers. And then Friday, we get my Nuggets, get their, uh, my Spurs get to get their ass kicked by the Nuggets. <laughs> the Pelicans play the Jazz, and the Nets play the Clippers. And let's not forget, tonight we got UFC. It's a pay-per-view, people. It's not a freebie. But the uh, prelims are on ESPN, so that's a freebie. Uh, you got uh, Alessandra is fighting Yoel Romero, which is a good match. Then you got Wei Lee is fighting Jajacek. I love seeing Jajacek fight. But this Wei Lee, this Chinese chick, she don't take no shit from nobody. I think it's going to be a great battle. Yeah, how JJ check went from, like, on the top level to that was, it did seems like she, she can't buy one now. Yeah, you know what? I am not, if I was in Vegas and I could put my money on this fight, I'm not putting my money on Joanna JJ check. I'll put my money on Zhang Wei Li because Wei Li is undefeated and she is angry because Jajajek has said some racist, anti-Chinese oh shit to her, so she's got she's got a feeling about her. And the woman just is net. She's one of the rare women that, if you look up anybody who can hear me, just look up Zhang Weili, and you spell that Z H A N G W E I L L. Right? Look up her highlight film. She doesn't beat chicks. Every woman she beats, she busses up. Bloodbath. Every one of her fights, the other chick is bloody. Like, like let's say, 1980s wrestling. That's what she does to chicks. So I'm expecting her to bust uh, Joanna uh, up. Well, I'm no longer got... putting, placing any bets on the UFC because I would put money on Joanna. Just I like to bet on the underdog. But I feel like I got screwed in the in the John Jones last fight, so I'm done with betting on underdogs. Listen, you got screwed. Everybody got screwed. That one really set me off. I don't usually touch celebrities, but because you know that they don't read what you say. But I even hit his Twitter and said, "Damn, man, you getting February? You getting February Christmas gifts, my man? Damn, you blessed." <laughs> And you know what? For those of you who just got nothing else to do, you know, refuse to pick up a book, play with your kids, or take a walk outside, you got the XFL today. That's just for those who ain't got shit else to do. I mean, I've seen the, one game that was entertaining. I mean, I'm not faithfully watching every week, but there was a game on last week that was entertaining. I mean, I didn't know any of the players, but... No, <laughs> Net, don't get me wrong, bro. I've enjoyed a couple of games. It's just like the last week I haven't watched them. Because oh. last week I was I was all into Hunters. So last okay. Saturday I was like Marathon and Hunters. Maybe I'll watch the 2 o'clock game a little bit because the only thing I got 
for television right now is I still have Oz, and I have two episodes of um, Lincoln Rhymes, right? Yep. And because there was no This Is Us this week, there was no Law and Order this week, uh, Criminal Minds already ended. So TV was kind of lacking this week, so I had to find other things. But uh, yeah. I, uh, you Look, know. I mean, it's Netflix Spearman Dating Show, and I'm like, why the fuck did I start watching this shit? Spearman Dating? What the it's hell a, is Spearman it's about meeting. It's about meeting. They, they, it's about meeting your significant other without them. It's like blind dates at first, but without them seeing you. Mm. So, so let me ask you a question. Let's just say you was bisexual. Thank and you. And you be <laughs> and, and you be the girl, but y'all y'all just talking behind behind a wall or whatever to fill each other character out. But the, the whole point is you have to like propose within a certain amount of time if you feel a connection. When do you tell someone you're bisexual? Is it before the proposal or after? It's got to be before the proposal. See, because bisexual (laughs) to me means that you're really going to prefer your own. That's just me. I think you're always going to prefer your own, but you don't mind playing with the other. Because I thought about this. See, Oz makes you think about crazy shit like this, right? I'm looking at all these men and they're offering each other oral sex and shit like that. And I'm like, I have never looked at a dude and said, I want to get with this guy. I'm just not, I I, I don't see men that way. Now, I don't see, it's nothing wrong with it if that's your thing. But I look at dudes and they like this thing. You know, I wouldn't want to make love to my dresser. I mean, that's that's just me, but I think that you need to reveal shit like that as soon as possible because it's not fair to the other person. Yeah, Duke got upset because she took it the wrong way after he told her after the proposal. And I'm like, uh, if I was dating, well, I guess it's different with a woman, but I, I personally feel like as a guy, if you slept with another guy in your lifetime by choice, you're gay. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that you just switch, switching over to the other side for uh, appearances. Yeah, so there's going to be a time where you yearn, you yearn, you yearn for the D. You could be in this relationship with this woman for 10 years, <laughs> and it's only you sleeping with her and y'all vibing. But year 11, you go going to get a feeling, I want some D. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? The average woman is not going to want to hit you in a keister. Yeah. She's not gonna, she's not gonna wanna say, you know what, if she got a toy, that shit's for her. It's not for oh, now I gotta share my toy with you too. Yeah. No, no, I don't you know what, that's a whole that's a whole different that's a whole different world. Yeah. Uh, so they had me I don't watch that. reality shows, but they had me watching that. And I was like, This is some interesting ex- love experiment type show, but Yeah. There there are huh. certain things that I'm not physically attracted to. I don't want I don't want a woman who has a penis and breasts. No, thank you. I'm out. I, 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 yeah, I'm and you not should tell me pan- before we get to my house. Uh, yes. See, there's certain things. That should be a reveal. There should be no secret. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't be already receiving oral pleasures 
and then another penis enters the room. Yep. No, you should know that the possibility is there because she does not have any vagina to offer you. Yep. That she no, does not have. I don't want to be so, making out with you and I get poked. No, thank you. No, 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 no. I, You know what? I think choices shouldn't be taken from people. And you should be given the option to say, this is not my ball game. And I don't want to play. And yeah, I think it's just that's women, right. women that I like. Women, born women, that is just not my type and it's not my thing. So I could imagine if someone says, oh, you date someone and they spring something on you on the back, on the back end of a relationship. You know what? Uh, I dropped a girl. This, this was a different me. I was with this woman, young lady, for a while, and, you know, we were talking one night, and she was like, you know what, I like girls also. And I was too immature to handle it at the time, but I thought exactly like you thought. I said, you know what, eventually she's going to want a girl. I can't be there. So I might as well end this shit while I can, which means, like, I know it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't really want to leave, but I'm ready to go home now. I had a coworker that was he met his girl. She was uh, he met his wife. She was a lesbian. Uh, they ended up having like a fifteen year marriage, and when she cheated on him, she cheated on him with a woman. Yeah, and, I, I'm and saying he, in my head, what did you expect when you met her? She was gay. You think you changed yeah. her? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We 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 are excited about what we excited about. You know what? Yeah. There are guys out there who like 310-pound women. Yeah, and not for me. A 130-pound chick is not going to do it for him. Yeah. She's she just never going to work. She call, gonna... me, call me an asshole, but I don't want a BBW. That's just, not, that's just not my cup of tea. I don't want to get home and see things falling out that should. That's not, that, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, well, you know what? That's why we have different... We have, we have the right to like and dislike what we want. Like me, I always this is the one that throws people off about me. I can't touch a mother. I just can't do it. I have, I'm over fifty. I've never slept with anybody's mother. I can't do it. I, something about the baby, the vagina. I never was interested. First never want to be a motherfucker. <laughs> no, and I don't want to be around anybody else's children. Yeah. That that's I think that's a part of it. Because yep. suppose we link up. Now I gotta drag around your kid and act like I like him and I don't like your child. I might not like you gotta, your child. I you don't know. babysitter for somebody else's kid. Yeah, yeah. Or what's gonna be worse, when she tries to make me the babysitter for some next dude's child. I'm like, what the fuck? What did, what did you, I do? You ain't my daddy. Who the hell are you telling to do something? Yeah, yeah. Now, and and, <laughs> and then they both sides up against me in a fight when this bastard's about 16. No, <laughs> no thank you. Yeah, I never liked you. Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> I fed you for 13 years. I, I put you in school. I picked you up in the rain when it was cold and you were sick. And now you're telling me you never liked me. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's just certain things as a, as people, we know what we don't like. And that's exactly. okay. To have, if you can have a preference, 
Actually, it's not even a preference. If you don't like something, you don't like something, so don't even go down that road because even if you think you're going to change and you think you're going to feel something different, nine times out of ten, you're not. I'm not going to date a girl with a big-ass tattoo that says a dude name across her chest in her titties. I saw a girl walking. <laughs> she's on, on her chest, she had bad bitch. And I was like, see, even if you were cute and she wasn't, I couldn't date you because now we going out. You got to put on a dress at a fancy event, and everybody goes, you got this big-ass tattoo that says bad bitch across your chest. No, thank you. Yeah. My mother used to tell me two things, Nick. She used to tell me, one, you don't have to buy it in the first store you see it in. Shop around. And two, she used to tell me, just because it's free don't mean it's you. Yep. Some free shit you say no. That's the, here's the biggest little word in the world people have not learned. And every parent has a responsibility to teach their child. No. No means don't touch me because you're not supposed to. No, I don't like that. No, I don't want that. And it's all right. You could say no. You know what? The person will get over being offended. Yep. Even if it's, give... don't let nobody hold an opportunity over your head either. That opportunity no. ain't meant to be if you got to do something for the opportunity. Go another route. That is true. Well, man, it's been my pleasure. I appreciate you calling in that. Uh, Definitely. Have a great go. one. Have a good weekend. You got you got big plans for the day or just chilling? No, nah, just another chilling weekend. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, I hope you enjoy the weekend. Like I said, it's been my pleasure. But it's time for people to get some lunch. And tune in next week to Strange Talk with Doc. Don't forget, I'm going to do that televangelist thing, people. Well, Ned, I'm going to run, brother. All right, have a great one. You too. Peace. Right, and to all listening, this is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm your host, Doc. That was Ned Boy. And once again, you can find me. Just on, look me up on your favorite search engine. If you have a comment, a question, a suggestion, hit me up with it. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time. Peace to you and peace to yours.